What's up everyone, my name is Megan, AKA Mainstream Mary Jane, and this is Knowing More for the Conscious Cannabis Consumer. Today on the show, we have a very special guest, Tina Ullman. Thank you, Tina, for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Tina, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What do you do in cannabis? Yes, so I've been a consumer for the past 15 years, um, and I'm also the brand manager for Old Pal here in Nevada, and the president and one of the founders of the Chamber of Cannabis. The Chamber of Cannabis, awesome. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. The topic of today's show is, where do you consume cannabis in Las Vegas? And this is legally, folks, legally, of course. We're talking recreational here. So, Tina, I'm a consumer, right? I come to Vegas, I hear about all the dope dispensaries. There's like the largest ones in the world out here I, I hear about. I go, I purchase some cannabis. Where do I smoke it? Great question. Unfortunately, nowhere. <laughs> there is nowhere legal to consume cannabis unless it's in your own so, home. So taxi, cab. Nope. <laughs> it, and technically, if you're doing it on the street, which everyone is smoking weed on the strip, you can get fined and can be a misdemeanor up to even a felony. So unfortunately, our legislators didn't create that. So we decided to go in and help them do that. And most recently just got a bill passed, AB 341, so that hopefully this time next year, we are consuming at some really cool places. First off, we cannot consume cannabis recreationally, legally, anywhere but our own homes, essentially in Nevada or Las Vegas right now. And yet there's an influx of tourism. So that absolutely sucks for those people. Yeah, it creates a big problem for people. It's criminalizing all the tourists that are coming here every single year and all the Nevadans that voted for this to be recreationally legal. It didn't create a place for them to consume. So um, it was very much needed. Absolutely. Thank you so much from the bottom of not only my heart as a cannabis consumer, but all the cannabis consumers out there for making this happen. So tell me a little bit more about the Chamber of Cannabis. How did yes. that start for you? So we started it in October of uh, 2020, and we started it because we saw a need for it. There wasn't an organization with the people that are shaping the industry, putting in the work, and are passionate about cannabis, not just in it for the money. Like we are in it for the long haul, we yeah. have the vision. So we created that and slowly and surely it's just taken off. We have about 150 members, 40 businesses. Cannavative is one of our first gold members. So people that wanna see cannabis commerce progress forward in a more inclusive way. Consumption lounges was the next natural step. It's a long time coming, mm -hmm. um, but unfortunately it wasn't on the tip of dispensaries, mines, they really didn't care. So it, it really took us being a grassroots movement to then build a relationship with my assemblyman, Steve Yeager, and build a relationship and enter into an engagement with a lobbying firm. So you have the perfect success wow. for getting a bill passed grassroots with the people, the expert with the lobbying, and then the champion, the representative who's carrying the bill. And boom, now here we are. Wow, so all those perfect little flavor combinations came together. Yep. Much like the infused pre-roll of Cannavative, <laughs> the motivator, right? And blended into that perfect. That could be the Chamber's product, Megan. We, we could talk about that uh, for sure perfect balance that yeah and this bill so tell me where this bill is right now yes so it is it passed the senate and it needs to be signed by the governor in the next 10 days 
Um, ironically, our next chamber event is on June 10th. So we will know on that day if he signs it. It's gonna be a celebration. We welcome all of your followers to attend. They can find out more on our Instagram, Chamber of Cannabis. Can they attend live this time? Or no, it's gonna be- The virtual thing? Yeah, or excuse me, live. Yes, live, it is open to non-members. We're probably not gonna do um, anything virtual just on Instagram. Got, oh, so either get your Instagrams going or join the Chamber of Cannabis. Yes, right? yes. Especially people who have an interest. There's going to be so many opportunities for partnerships. Um, so how it will work, just real quick, is dispensaries, they'll be able to open one lounge per license group. Okay. And then there'll be 20 independent lounges to start, 10 which will be for social equity and diversity applicants who were left out or affected by the failed war on drugs. And wow. then the other 10 for everybody else. It will be a lottery-based system when it comes down to it, and the possibilities are endless. I mean, from shows with Cirque du Soleil um, to chefs that have infused food, like we are the next Amsterdam of America. That is so exciting for all the cannabis consumers of the world. You know, Vegas is that destination location and cannabis is here to stay in Las Vegas. And I think it's, it's about time that yeah. uh, Vegas recognizes that. So. Thank you so much for all that you have done to get that passed. So right now what we can do is just fingers crossed. You're not going to get, yeah. going to sign yes, it, right? Yes, and call the governor. And also for AB 400, that is the DUI reform, cannabis DUI reform law. So after you leave these lounges, if you're pulled over, they're not going to give right. you a blood test. Um, so making sure that we as consumers have rights and we're set right. up for success. So yes, call the governor, tell him to sign both of those bills um, and get involved. Like it takes everybody in the cannabis community lifting their voice and using it. If we're not gonna do it, who's gonna do it? Right, and if you smoke cannabis, you're part of the community. That's how simple that works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we made it easy. Politics can be overwhelming. We're just stoners that wanted to make a difference. So we'd love to have more folks join. Yay, so don't consume cannabis quite yet. Don't find a lounge. It's not open quite yet, right? Yes. But very, very soon, fingers crossed, this is June 10th that we'll find out, or by June 10th, yep. We'll find out if that bill passes. Um, the show will probably be airing about that time, so it'll be very exciting. It goes along with what I believe in is mainstream Mary Jane. It's all about normalizing cannabis consumption. You know, people are totally normal people that have regular jobs and regular lives and also like to use a little cannabis on the side, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, absolutely. Tina, you're absolutely a leader. Thank you so much, and also, Happy birthday! Oh my goodness, it's her birthday also. Thank you so much for being on the show thank you. this weekend. Thank you, my friend. Love you. All right. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is Knowing More for the Conscious Cannabis Consumer, sponsored by Cannavative. And Tina Ullman, president of the Chamber of Cannabis, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me.